You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. Are you happy? Are you excited? Are you joyful? Do you have godly anticipation? If you don't have those things, it's because you're not doing what He created you to do. Hands down. Because when you're doing, when you find out what it is He wants you to do and you do it, the world can fall out from underneath you and you will be happy, you will be joyful, and you will be full. I can't imagine going through life without that assurance. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. God's glory is revealed to you when He knows you. That's why Bible study only takes you halfway. Because once you study a verse of the Bible, then God says, okay, now go do it. The Bible tells us, and I love this, the Bible tells us in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, and Jesus said to them, this is the disciples, now they're growing. It went from 12 to 70 of them. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. That's a great thing. So what are you saying that for, Jesus? Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by inner, inner, any means hurt you. <laughs> um, this would have been a great theme verse for 2020. <laughs> Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits or the demons are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Okay. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Jesus says, now go and preach the gospel. Okay, here we go. And you preach the gospel, and communities are getting saved. Miracles are happening and demons are running away from you. Amen. And you go back to Jesus and you say, it works. It works. Your gospel works. Wow, that was amazing. We not only know you, but while we were away from you preaching and ministering, we discovered that you know us. And Jesus says, that's very, very cool. But listen, remember this. Best thing of all, rejoice not in that, but in the fact that your names are written down in heaven. Amen. Your names. 
Is your name written down in heaven? Yes. Number three, make sure you're being faithful. We don't need to belabor this, just challenge you on this. Be faithful. He's coming for you, so make sure that you're being faithful. The word faithful means being reliable to what God has called you to do. It means that he can trust you with what he's given you to do. This is beautifully liberating, friend. You, 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 not the person next to you. You, specifically you. Think about it, as, as unique as a snowflake is. You know, I believe people when they say that. I've never looked at a snowflake. I'm told every one of them's different. Okay, I haven't looked, so I'll, I'll go with the science on that if that's science. And the Hallmark card says, you're as unique as a snowflake. <laughs> okay, I, I know that's true. You are unique. Here's the thing. God is saying to you, whoever you are, who you know me and I know you, be faithful to why I gave you life. See, when we're unfaithful, I don't mean this in any other way except, I'm gonna, uh, this is life. I, this is my life. I want to I do this. I want to do that. I want to... I do my thing. It's not necessarily something... In fact, let me put it to you this way. It's not necessarily something evil that they're saying. They don't know anything. They're, they're non-Christians. They don't know. And they're trying... Look, let's be honest. They're doing the best they can to make their life mean something. Right? Why do people have uh, sexual exploits or uh, drug-induced uh, events or... Uh, power grabbing and and why do they do that because they're trying to find meaning don't be so mean to them because you used to be just like them have we forgotten that he's rescued us from this we need to be gentle and kind and loving and we need to reach out to them pray first and then reach out to them the truth is they're trying to get what you have or they're trying to get what jesus gives for free they don't know that so they're trying to figure out how do i fill this void in my life they're not necessarily the spawn of Satan. They just may not know Jesus. And we can so focus down, oh, look at what you're doing, look what you're doing. Look, I've told you before, church, when, a, when somebody I don't know walks up and says, hi, I'm a Christian, I, I'm in my mind, I go, hey, nice to meet you. In my mind, I'm going, oh, boy. <laughs> what do we got here? Because you don't know, I don't know. They have named a name. They put themselves in a category. Are they in pursuit of Christ? Are they in submission to his word? If somebody comes up and says, hey, I'm a full-blown atheist, well, I can relax. (laughs) Are you with me? I don't expect anything from them. If they say, hey, you know what? I'm a full-blown atheist, and I was thinking about going over there and, and doing this and doing that, and of course you were. That's what... That's what I used to do before I, I was a follower, right? You're going to be faithful to something or to someone. Jesus says, be faithful to me. Be faithful to me. God has given each of you something to do in this life for his glory. You are to find out what it is. And when you find it, run with it. God made you for a purpose. Listen, don't, don't respond out loud. Are you happy? Are you excited? Are you joyful? Do you have godly anticipation? 
if you don't have those things, it's because you're not doing what he created you to do. Hands down. Because when you're doing, when you find out what it is he wants you to do and you do it, the world can fall out from underneath you and you will be happy, you will be joyful, and you will be full. I can't imagine going through life without that assurance. So find out what that is. In Matthew 6.33, the Bible says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So the kingdom of God, this is fun. It's two things. Number one, seek first the kingdom. That's his politics. That's what it means. Seek first the politics of Jesus. What is that? He's king. King Jesus. John Adams always called Jesus King Jesus. I like that. King Jesus. That's right. He's king. What do, listen, what if, when, when kings say things, you do them. Right? Isn't it great that the Bible reveals to us that Jesus is king? It doesn't reveal him in any, it doesn't reveal him as president or senator or congress or prime minister, king. I like that. See, I like that because I like his politics. His politics is love. His politics is joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, self-control. The fruit of the spirit, that's his politics. And this is how we confirm that our faith is correct and that we are Knowing him and that we're on the right path is that we're ready for him. This is so important, yet so easily missed. If we're on the right path and we believe what his word says and that he's coming back for us and we don't know when, it could be at any time. How do I maintain this? To be ready for him. 2 Corinthians 13, 5 says, Examine yourselves to see or to determine whether you are in the faith Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Isn't that awesome? Uh, the word, listen, the word examine means this, to uh, put yourself through the test. <laughs> Watch, it's to put yourself through the test. The word means to challenge your authenticity. Um, if you've ever been, and if you've never been, I encourage you to go. It's absolutely amazing. Go to Bodie, California. You ever heard of Bodie? How many of you have been to Bodie? Raise your hands. Oh, well. Well, those of you who haven't, you got to go. Bodie, California. Uh, Northern California, just east of the 395. It's, it's way up there. It's like 8,300 feet high, so dress warm. In that location, by the way, everything's still standing. Everything's still standing. There's even letters and there's even... At the assayer's office, this is my point, at the assayer's office, when you took your gold, you took it to the assayer's office and you put in they, the guides, it's all still there, you can read it. There's been there since like 1849, 1853, where the guy brought in, like, uh, by the way, true, um, I forget his first name, but Mr. Levi and Mr. Strauss, yep. That's where they, that's where they really? lived. Wow. They moved from San Francisco to Bodie. Why? Because people at Bodie, working at Bodie, they, be, they were the richest people on earth at that time. Bodie was producing more millionaires per week than any other place ever in human history from mining gold. It was so prolific that 
they didn't have wheelbarrows. So some guy invented a wheelbarrow that would work a lot better than what the carts that they were using. Do you know what the guy's name was? Studebaker. <laughs> Pants were wearing out because they were made of cotton. And so two guys, two Jewish guys, moved from San Francisco, gave up their careers, and they went to go mine for gold. And they, this has nothing to do with the Bible study. They were mining for gold and they wore their pants out so fast that they went back to San Francisco and invented denim. And they're called Levi Strauss, Levi's today. Zippers wouldn't work right, so they did button-ups. Levi Strauss. Then they kept breaking tools. They were finding so much gold, they were wearing out tools, pants and wheelbarrows. So some guy, listen... Some guy talked to his friend about, we need, to, we need to figure out how to build a new shovel, a different kind of shovel. And if we only had a thing like this, it would help a lot. What do you think, Mr. Roebuck? Well, I think we should do this, Mr. Sears. <laughs> Bodie, California. Why did I bring that up? Someone help me. I have no idea. <laughs> When you found gold, you took it to the assayer's office and they poured acid on it. And the acid washed everything away that wasn't gold and the gold just became brilliant. And they said, congratulations. That's one nugget you have there. That's tremendous. The Bible says examine yourselves. Pour the acid, look, pour the acid on my life. See what's real. No one can do that except you, the believer in Christ Jesus will do this to themselves. They will look at themselves and they will say, when he comes, is he coming for me? I want to make sure, because I'm going to pour the acid of his word on my life to see what needs to be washed away, and I'm willing to see what's true and let it stand. That takes faith, friend, in him. Because you're willing to get that report card from him. You'll be ready. We don't, have to, we don't have to worry much at all about anything regarding his coming if you examine yourself. And then we end right here. Make sure that you're found by him. And I'll just end with this. I wish I had the time, but to be found by him. I did a little bit of study on sheep and goats. You know, goats will not follow easily or if at all the shepherd's voice. You know, goats are independent. They do their own thing. Did you know that goats will eat anything that's in front of them if they want to? You know, they're very uh, non-critical non about what they consume. Let me read this to you. One of the many differences between sheep and goats is how they eat. Sheep are grazers. They ramble slowly among particular plants close to the ground. Goats, on the other hand, are browsers. <laughs> browsers. Internet. Internet browsers. <laughs> they, they look for almost anything. When leaves, twigs, vines, and scrubs are not on the menu, they will consume just about anything that is convenient. Contrary, sheep are slow, methodical eaters, while goats can be agile in the pursuit of food and indiscriminate with their diet. Jesus said, you're either sheep or a goat. Listen, sheep, sheep have to be fed by the shepherd 
or they have to be eating under the shepherd's approval of a field or a hillside. Scientifically factual, sheep prove scientifically that God is the creator because evolution could never be true because we know that sheep cannot exist without a human being. Did you know that? Sheep cannot live without humans. They'll die. And just that argument alone debunks evolution because you couldn't have had sheep before humans. You can only have sheep because of a shepherd. A goat, on the other hand, they'll eat your purse. (laughs) They'll eat your wallet. But when you're found by him, it means this. It means that he knows you by name. That he knows you by name, my friend. And the tragic thing would be that at the end, can you imagine... You, you die. Listen, in fact, I wrote this down. It sounds kind of terrifying, right? Watch this. This is what I wrote. As I look across the sanctuary, <laughs> I see that every single one of you will be meeting Jesus Christ in person in just a few years. Think of it. You say, I don't know. I like the way that sounds. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because even if you live to be 100, it's only a few years compared to eternity. So it's true, as I look across this sanctuary, every single one of you will be meeting Jesus Christ personally. Amen. And so you want to make sure when he, when he sees you, will he see you with, his, with your name tag on? <laughs> hey, I know you. Can you imagine being in line and you're going up to the, you're going up to the gates there and there's Peter, he's got a little clipboard. I don't know where we got that from. It's not in the Bible. But can you imagine, you, what's your name? I had, a, I had a name tag in life. I don't know where my name tag is. I had it when I was living. Hmm. We'll see what happens when we get up there. But you look around and there's other people with name tags. Can you imagine? Mike, come on in. Welcome. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Jack, come on in. What's your name? Um, Fred. Well, how do I know? It's Fred! There's no Fred here. Where's your name tag? I don't have one. I had one in life. But I noticed as soon as I died, I didn't have one. I'm sorry. Can't come in. Jesus gives you that name tag. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, he will give you a new name. I'm really glad about that. I'm done with Jack. I'm tired of it. <laughs> let's, let, listen, let's pray right now. But listen, how do you, are you going? I, listen, you, he's coming for you. You will enter eternity in the next few years. What are you going to do about that? This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.